Welcome to the Never Stop Getting It podcast, where we take your mind out of reality and have a little fun with life. Here's your hosts, Steve Giroux, Scott Bailey, and John Osimo. Hello, everybody. Another episode of Never Stop Getting a Podcast. A little shorthanded today, but that's not going to stop us. But before we get into it, let's do our, uh, our uh, ceremonial uh, shot right here. Ceremonial shot, yeah. Here we go. That has happened before every podcast episode we've ever done, <clears throat> and it's a wonderful tradition. All right. So, uh, yeah, we're a little shorthanded. Scott is in uh, South Carolina on a golf trip. John, you just came back from one. I did. You yeah. can give us a quick update on that, but we're going to, uh, I think we'll talk about both of your trips on the next episode or the episode after. I know we got a long one coming up because we got to finish our train right. trip. Yeah, we oh, haven't done that yet. And that, you know, things have been tough to get together, obviously. And uh, I just came back from a, a trip with uh, with uh, seven other guys. It was, a, it was eight of us. We did a golf extended weekend down in florida orlando it was great disney you know the whole like mickey a sand trap uh course that we that we played on and a bunch of alligators we saw along the way and it was fun it was warm it was hot at times it was really warm at times and actually when the real thunderstorms came through at the end it was it was kind of cool and uh there's a couple cool stories i want to talk about but i think uh as steve just said we should probably wait till uh, Scott comes back so we can kind of do a a trip, a golf trip kind of episode together. I like it. So uh, there's some quick highlights in the, in the sports, right? In Boston sports, really? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we got When it comes to the sports minute right now, we have a, a lot to be th- a lot to be uh, thankful for and looking forward to because the Boston Red Sox um, just acquired Trevor Story. As an infielder, and you know, at this point, looks like the second baseman, and we'll see what happens moving forward. But that's a big signing. That was what they needed. They needed the splash, and and they weren't getting the splash up until this point, and they finally got the splash. And when you think about storing the lineup and the rest of the Red Sox lineup as far as as far as their hitting and batting, it is ridiculous. I don't think that any other team in the major leagues has a better lineup. Than the Boston Red Sox, so Story's playing second because he's typically a shortstop, right? And they had to move him yeah, over because yeah, of Bogarts, right? So, do you think that's because Bogarts is going to be shipped away, either uh, yeah. traded or free yeah. agency, and they're going to move him over? I, I think it's to uh, appease the the situation within the clubhouse because I think we've all learned over the last several years, decades, maybe even. That uh, it's no longer the the way of like the coach tells you what to do and you just sit there and do it. I mean, these guys uh, need to be coddled. They need to have um, that camaraderie that goes on within the clubhouse, and and the club the clubhouse experience matters. And to have that kind of animosity, if if you were going to say story is going to come over and take Bogot's place. That's just not going to fit well. No, the, no, that's not what I'm saying. I, I, I think they're bringing him in long term because I, I think there's. Oh, they don't, they don't, they don't know Bogarts. if they're going to keep Bogarts. So, did they bring him right, in knowing right. they're going to move him back over next year because they may not keep Bogarts? Right. And that's a long term plan. 
They could they could be doing that, but I, I'm not sure. It's just I think it's more. They did give him shortstop money to play second base. Absolutely, and that's because Bogarts is a a great second baseman. Let's I mean a great shortstop. shortstop yeah. Let's face it. And uh, they wanted to just keep him happy because you're not going to tell him you're going to move over or anything like that. So they they brought in story and they said, with this kind of an in, in, infield, we're going to be very successful, and uh, you're going to be okay with just at least playing sh- uh, second base for this year. And then, yeah, you're right. Who knows what's going to happen next year? But when it comes to uh, professional sports, especially as of late, I mean, we just, we, you know, we, we weren't even sure if we we're going to have a season when it comes to Major League Baseball, given the lockout. So, you know, it, it's important just to year to year figure out how it's going to go. Speaking of which, if there was no season, Bobby Bonilla would have been the highest played pay, paid player Bobby of that Bonilla. season. He's really? still getting paid a million dollars. So if there was no season, yeah. you'd still be a former baseball player getting paid a million dollars. That would have been crazy. It, it's incredible. That guy just keeps getting paid. I mean, now it's just a drop in a bucket. That would, but that, still, he would have been the highest paid baseball player. Is that that would have been a great trivia question. <laughs> Who was the highest paid player in the you know, 22... Uh, 2022 league, season, yeah. 2022 uh, Major League Baseball season, and it would have been that. That was that's incredible. Crazy. It's unbelievable. I love it. But uh, yeah, so moving on, uh, we got uh, the Bruins and Celtics. Yeah, the Bruins are um, actually on a huge win streak, and they're looking really good. And um, I, I can't wait for the playoffs to start because I think that they're going to go on a really good run. I think they have a really interesting problem at at uh, goaltender because they have Ulmark uh, and they have Swayman and they're both playing pretty well and and frankly one plays good one night and one plays good the other night and one plays bad one night and and, and vice versa so I think they're not really sure what they're going to do going going forward and then Pasta Pastanak had a, an injury recently and at least it looks like it appears to be uh, pretty minor, but uh, the you know the the Bruins have looked great at times, and then they can uh, kind of you know suck it and uh, suck some eggs there at, at other times, and so you wonder who which team's going to show up because you're not really sure. I think they have the talent to uh, make a run, and I think it's going to be fun to watch. So I'm looking forward to the playoffs with the bees, mm, the Celtics. Celtics oh, are in a God. sticky spot right now. They they're on fire, but I don't think they want number one. Right, you know, because so, of Brooklyn. Yeah, or yeah. anybody. It, I mean, just just playing around is kind of weird. Yeah, the whole thing is a little odd. But I mean, Celtics. When you think about the, at the middle middle of the season, they were, you know, just sort of you know right around the middle of the pack as far as the playoffs goes, and and you really didn't know what their identity their identity was going to be and. And over the course of the last 20 games or so, they have just dominated and dominated big to the point where they are in some in some uh, sports, uh, you know, broadcasters eyes. They are absolutely the the front front runner to win the Eastern Conference championship. And, and, And rightfully so, because they have the talent. They have seemingly put it together. They're gelling. They're playing like a team, and that's what you need to happen at the end of the season, just like what's happening here. But what you don't want to do is run into a weird buzz buzzsaw because, like Brooklyn, for example, they're just, you know, they've been hovering around, even making the playoffs, and all of a sudden they get all their weapons back, 
and and they could be a real contender. So you wonder if they're going to want to try and keep the two seed that they're at right now, or or go for the one num, the number one seed and risk playing a team like Brooklyn. Well, they might even want to be number three seed because I think they end right. up playing in Chicago and they are hurt. Yeah, right, Chicago's. So, you know, and, and at that point, you know, round one goes by and you kind of have a bunny for round one. And, you you know, you're playing Chicago because uh, right now the Celtics are on fire and they're playing unbelievable. Probably the best we've seen them play in, uh, at what, five years? Oh, you, well, no. I mean, they, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals right, twice right, right. in uh, a row, know. so... I don't know Around if it's five years, time. but yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's close. Well, ever since um, COVID, right? Right. When, yeah. it, when they went into the bubble, I think they went to shit. Yeah. So, yeah. And now we get uh, the Patriots. We're looking forward to them. The Pats just had a nice trade with right. Devontae Parker. They finally added the receiver they needed because everyone knew that's what they needed, right? So they needed a, a, a reliable, top-notch receiver and one that was not just small, like a, like a, not a small like slot back kind of guy. They needed somebody on the outside who's big enough to make a difference. And Devonte Parker ended up being that guy. And I can, I, I I love the signing. I do. Uh, you know, it's just that Parker. Uh, you know, obviously has a little bit of uh, some injury issues that you have to deal with. And, and consider because, uh, you know, it's, I guess in, in football that, that happens all the time. But when it comes to, to Parker, it's, uh, it's a little more than usual. And so you wonder how, what kind of durability he's going to bring to the table. But at the same time, you, you needed, you needed a guy like that to come in because otherwise you weren't getting much when it comes to the signings that, that, that the Patriots were doing over here in the offseason. They were getting killed. In the uh, in the East, when it came to signings and you know free agents and everything going on in the off season, so they needed to do something, and and I think that at least we have something there. And, and when you consider the whole fact that you know in Bill we trust, I think that at least there's something to to be uh, looking forward to, you know, for the for the next season. And I'm um, uh, I'm interested to see how that whole um, relationship will work. Um, going forward, because I I just think that that's at least something uh, that we can look forward to. Yes, looking forward to a great season with the Patriots. I hope so. I don't know you get and Bill, we trust, like you said. I don't know. It's a little sketchy this season. Yeah, no, it's a little sketchy this season. But hey, it's all we got, right? We you do. Pick, yeah. Hey, Kraft picked him over Brady. Right, so we right. kind of have to go with it, right? Right, but I, I, I do want to just point out that that Kraft during the owners' meetings uh, took it took it you know upon himself to talk to the media and talk about the fact that he has been very disappointed in the last several seasons, and and to 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 hear him say that I think meant something, you know, to to hear him say we haven't won a playoff game in five years. I think, or whatever it was, was it three years? Yeah, five, either, way, whatever. either way, it's been a while. No, it's three years. I think maybe uh, whatever it is, it's it's he is ready to do something else, and uh, and and not lose when it comes to the team, and you ha- you know you have to at least do something better than what you have before, and it's almost like he was you know subtly through the media, calling Bill Belichick out, and I thought that was interesting because he hasn't really done that much. And you're right, 
the the whole Pat Pat's Nation has been in Bill We Trust and Bill We Trust, and obviously we've been able to been able to say that because we've we we had the goat around here during that same time. But now that the goat is gone, how many years in a row can we say in Bill We Trust and really feel like that that's the right thing to do? Right. I well, last year you spent all that money, so this year I think he's just kind of focusing on the draft. He needs to hit a home run on the draft, and I think we'll be all right because that offensive line's hurting. I agree. I agree that this year Bill's draft is going to be scrutinized more than it ever has because last year was a huge year for free agency and uh, off you know the the, the off season signings that he had. And when you spend that much money, it's okay. We can't continue to spend that much money. We have to actually get better with drafting, especially in, in the NFL, and how important that is. And, and this year's draft is going to be huge for Belichick and his legacy, and and how the Patriots do not only this year, but for several years to come. It's going to be a good time. Just hopefully make the playoffs because that AFC, just the whole AFC. Is rugged. Never mind the West, but oh the whole God. AFC. AFC. Miami turned it up. Buffalo turned it up. You know, and that whole West is on fire. So, and of course, you always have Cincinnati and Baltimore lurking. And Cleveland looks good. The AFC. Tennessee is, is always there. Unbelievable so, this year. We'll see what happens. All right. So, you know, it was a few things that have happened. Namely, uh, like in, never mind sports world, but in the entertainment world, with. Um, Will Smith slapping the shit out of Chris Rock. What do you think about that? Well, you know, when it comes to the Academy Awards, uh, you know, it's supposed to be the pinnacle. Hold on. Do you think it was real? No. No. Okay. No, I don't. And 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 it was it was close to being real because obviously it looked real. But in my mind, honestly, I just didn't think that that was actually real because I think. That that was staged and it was damn good acting because it's been you know out there as far as no that was uh, off the cuff and no I, well, it could have been real and um, in my mind I just I just believe that those two guys know each other enough and know each other enough well where it, even if it wasn't uh, staged so that everyone there the producers of the show understood. And that's part of this, right? The producers don't need to know, but as as long as the folks in the in the uh, Will Smith camp and the folks in the Chris Rock camp understand what's going on, that may be what what needs to happen. Because guess what? It's a it's a huge story, and when it comes to entertainment, when it comes to notoriety. You need to have a story. And this was one of the biggest stories we've seen this year when uh, both actors came together. You had one who insulted the other one's wife. You had one who decided to take it out with a slap. And and frankly, I just, in my mind, I have to, if you're going to just, you know, I don't know. It's it's a 50-50 thing in my mind. But in my mind, if I had to say, which one is it? you got to tell me right now, gun to your head. I'm going with it was a uh, staged event. Well, it was. I'm, I'm still skeptical on this. One, he slapped him. You could obviously see Chris Rock was distraught. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he was, he was kind of he didn't know what the hell was going on there. Yeah. I thought, yeah, which could have been good acting. Right. The second, the other part was even before that, Will Smith was laughing. Then he get a yeah. glimpse of his wife. Yeah. 
And his wife wasn't laughing, gave right. him the look. And right. then he went up there and slapped him. So right. I don't think he would have been laughing playing it off like that. It was very awkward. Yeah. No, I. So, a, it's 50-50 for me. And then like it's I almost said. like Will Smith. He's kind of like. It's great for Chris Rock, mm-hmm. but it kind of ruins Will Smith's career in a way. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it's bringing a publicity, but that's not a good one. That's not good no, at all. He, he has not gotten good PR. And when it's it comes like to mental this. health now at this point. No, he hasn't. But uh, there, but the thing is, is that there's a, a variety of th- things going on here. It's like an onion where many um, of, of you know Will Smith's supporters have said he is just supporting his wife, who's going through some issues with her hair. So I mean, alopecia, how, right? How is that can, what it is? Yeah. How can how can you really? Alpecia? I don't know if that's how can you criticize Will Smith after he looked and you just said it looked at his wife, who was not impressed with the joke. But he and, was, and, yeah. <laughs> up, up before that, yeah, like up front, he was laughing. Well, and, that's and kind he's of messed been, up. He's then. like, he's laughing at it, and he looks at his wife. You're right, and his wife was like giving him the evil eye. So if he was upset about it, Will Smith, and he gave Chris Rock that look, well, yeah. maybe Chris Rock would have stopped. But he, right. but if he's looking at Will Smith, looking for approval, and you're getting it, yeah, why and, stop? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you're getting the laughs. And so, stuff, so that's I, another yeah. reason why it's kind of I'm I'm on the edge with this one. I'm not yeah. sure what's going on, and and I don't think anyone knows what's going on in reality. Because but his comedy shows that came to Boston, yeah, lights out. They were sold crushed out, it, crushed it, and it, they were waiting for these Will Smith jokes. But he's not throwing anything out there, from what I understand. Right. You know, right. So it's not like he's really taking advantage of the Will Smith jokes to a point where you would think that this is something that was staged. And I agree. Like if you're looking at it as, is it staged or not? Is this something that they talked about? Is this something that even is even off the cuff to, to, to be like a kind of like, okay, we're going to, we're going to take this off the cuff and, and do something that we're, we're all going to at least appreciate at the end to say, everyone's going to talk about, because this is one of the, most talked about events in entertainment in you know in the last several months and because we're all talking about it we're talking about it now and then you know everyone's talking about it and they have their opinions about it but like why would you decide to do that and, and ruin your career and, and again will smith isn't necessarily ruining his career it's just that uh, you know even the academy itself said that they decided to to ask will smith to leave but yet he didn't leave and so you look really bad about the whole thing like we asked him to leave but he didn't leave so well why didn't you make him leave but yet he was gonna win best actor in 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 a five minutes later like the the whole thing just um comes up with question marks i don't even think that uh, anyone who really is looking into this thing really knows what happened in that whole thing, and and if they decided to to make it very secretive, and and it was a stage thing, then uh, kudos to them because I think they did a great job. Yeah, they did a great job. Like nobody really knows. Oh, that's uh, that's one reason why I kind of lean towards it being real. Is because there's no mm-hmm. security at all. Like nobody came running out. If somebody's kind of yeah. come out of the crowd, I know yeah. they're all actors and know each other, but still, you think. There'd be some kind of security there, you know what I mean? And yeah. it was nothing. So that kind of makes me wonder, you know. Well, I, I just think that no one expected him to uh, to to do what he did. And when you see that, it did seem like it was real. I just think that these are two very well-known I mean, think about it. They are professional actors. How can we even think about opining 
on the whether it was real or not. They are the best actors in the world we're talking about. So why would we think that we could say one way or the other, whether it was staged or whether it was just off the cuff and, and they didn't even know what was going on? I, I you know, there's there's where I'm like like why why would you even think that you could even you know give your opinion there because either way i don't know you you know we're talking about you know the best in the world out there acting and so if they are acting great if they're not acting we don't know we can we don't know again i just said 50-50 but if i had to guess i think it was staged all right so on to the next topic we get your boy eric church so I was reading it online and listened to it on the radio. I guess he had a concert in San Antonio. He decided he was going to cancel because he wanted to go to the University of North Carolina game against right. Duke University, which is a huge game. Uh, yeah, huge game against Coach K. It's his last yeah. game ever coaching. So not for nothing, from what I was reading, I think uh, UNC gave Coach K his first loss, and now the game is final loss too. Wow. So that was crazy, but yeah, he ended up canceling the show in San Antonio. Right, right. So, first of all, I don't think you should do that to your fans. Yeah. And second of all, he did say he was going to have another. He's going to have a free concert, which isn't free. First of all, because everybody paid their tickets, and even if he gave everybody a refund on the tickets, all these people that flew in because people want to go see San Antonio, and there's a good excuse. I'm going to go to the Eric Church concert. Right. So people that flew in got hotel rooms. He's not reimbursing people for that. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's not reimbursing for So he's flights. getting a lot of slack right now. The food that they spent, you know? He's, yeah, he's not reimbursing anyone for the uh, hotel rooms or all the food. And it's very expensive in San Antonio because I just went there not too long ago. And it's an unbelievable place. The uh, The river walk is beautiful. It's awesome. It reminded me of Vegas, only there's no gambling. So I, I would recommend anyone trying to uh, have a good time to go to, go to San Antonio. It's awesome. But I agree, I agree with you in some respect with regard to, uh, you know, just his sort of like blowing it off in his a way. About well, it. it's just that like it's okay and I'm going to give you guys a break in, on your tickets and that sort of thing. Um, you don't expect that from a, a, a huge star like that. But I, I, I do, you know, I put myself in, in Eric Church's shoes. And again, I, I am an Eric Church fan. Uh, my wife turned me on to him, and, and we've been to uh, uh, several of his concerts <laughs> in uh, Hartford, Boston, and Manchester recently, and he puts on an unbelievable show. So I can appreciate the fact that Eric Church is a huge star, and, and I'm sure he wanted to be in North Carolina where he was born and to watch UNC in the Final Four. So, uh, you know, again, like, I get it. I get it. But at the same time, I do understand where you're coming from that, you know, you're you're talking about fans and not even just, I mean, several thousand fans that decided to buy tickets a long time ago for the show in San Antonio, booked rooms. And, and again, San Antonio is a great place to go. And But at the same time, it's like you, you were there and, yeah, you had to be, like, bummed you couldn't go to the concert but there's plenty to do in San Antonio, and you probably had a very good time. And if you're gonna, you know, want to go back, then then that could happen. And uh, you know, I think it just proves that these uh, celebrities and these stars, and, and and you know, these rock stars that we're always, you know, clamoring to to go see, they're real people too, and and they enjoy 
the same things we do. Like if if we were fans of uh, the New England Patriots, for example, and when they are in the uh, AFC Championship game, and and we know this uh, from experience, Steve, that we we want to go to the game no matter what because you never know when it's going to be the last time that that's going to happen because it's crazy to get to that game. And I'm sure it's crazy in when, when you when you think about the uh, college basketball Final Four to get to that game. And if he wanted to do that with his family, you have to at least give him a little bit of consideration for being able to do that. And when he says that the ticket's going to be free, and uh, you know that that's how he's going to sort of try and make amends. I, I think there's something there that, w- that we can, you know. And again, I you know I'm a little partial to the yeah, fact that yeah, because you weren't there. Yeah, Eric Church is. Uh, you know, I I appreciate his music. So, but at the same time, you're right. If so I did was, these people, though. If I was somebody from California who flew into San Antonio to see Eric Church, and then he didn't show up because he was at the uh, NC, uh, you know, North Carolina game, and you know, then for the Final Four, then maybe I'm not feeling the same way. Yeah, I mean, if you bought the ticket. And you're like, all right, this is a good time for me to bring the wife to San Antonio because I've been there. Like, I'm, I'm talking to you. You've been yeah, there. Right. So, you're like, all right, I can bring my wife because she's a huge Irish church fan. Right. Now you go there, you spend all that money eating, get a hotel room, your plane ticket. And this guy says, you know, I'm going to the game. Yeah, I'm going to this game. That's bullshit. You don't do that to your fans. I don't care. I don't care how famous you are. You have fans for a reason. Get out there. Do your concert. Sometimes you're going to sacrifice. You schedule this tour. You're going to sacrifice something. You know what I mean? Sure. No, I, I I agree with that opinion in that sense. I'm just saying that on the other side of the coin, there is the Eric Church decides to go to the UNC game because he's a big UNC fan, grew up in North Carolina. He probably didn't even stay for you know, the whole he game. Wanted, he wanted, he want, <laughs> well, let's we can look that up on the internet yeah. to see if that happened. But um, you know, and and again, he's he's trying to make amends in Texas. And I can appreciate the fact that he's trying to do that. And, you know. Oh, he has to. You know know how many fans he's going to lose? Yeah. Well, again, I mean, how many is – he's losing fans from across the country that decided to go to uh, San Antonio to see him. And, you know, when you you think of whatever the venue was, I'm sure it was only, you know, however many thousand. And then, uh, you know, and and then others that may have sort of sided with those who were uh, pissed off when it came to the – you know, social media stuff. But I, you know, in general, Eric Church has enough fans to where I think he can kind of absorb that, frankly. And, and that's what he decided to do. And so you got to, you know, you, you think about it. They, these guys are human beings, too. I mean, it's not like I have to do what all my fans say to do. I, I, I you know, they, you no, have, no, no. You have to, no, you have to give them the fans some tell consideration them. for being human beings who want to do what the rest of us want to do. And again, like you made considerations, I'm sure, to go to the AFC championship game when all of a sudden it showed up on your doorstep and you wanted to go. So I just think that uh, sometimes you, th- you think of these guys as you have to do one thing or another in order to, uh, to, to appease your fans. And I just don't think that that's a reality because we're all, uh, you know, in this thing to, to, to have a good time and to, um, you know, appreciate the things that we can. And, and frankly, I think, I think that he was just doing that at that time. And I, I just don't give him, and, and again, I did not buy a San Antonio, uh, ticket. So, you know, keep in mind that that, uh, that, you know, I, I like Eric Church. I think he's a great entertainer. I like his music. And I think that, uh, there's going to be, 
a lot of backlash for sure, but at the end of the day, he'll absorb it okay. No, this stupid AFC championship game, I'm not, no, you can't do that. I'm just a regular guy, not with the millions of fans that go to your fucking concert. It's stupid what he did. You know what I mean? That's it. That's not a good, that's not a good look for him. You know, don't schedule during college basketball then. If you have, if you think your team's going to go somewhere, don't schedule during your concerts during a college basketball season. You know, not during the season, but during the, 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 the college championship games. Right, for the Final Four. Yeah. Not even the Final Four. Whatever. I don't know. You know? Because you don't know who you're going to play. They may not even play Duke. Who knows? You know what I mean? I don't know how the brackets. I'm, especially I'm not that, big Especially that game, right? Duke versus it's UNC. It's stupid. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're the main attraction. Us going to an AAC championship game and I have to drop something to go. That's not... I don't have millions of people depending on me spending point. spending all their money. That's stupid. What he did was bullshit move. I don't care if he's human or not. There's ways around it. Don't schedule it, you know, during your basketball fucking playoffs. That's all. Well, he tried. He tried to do uh, what he could to to help the situation by saying the. He's anyone, getting a lot of backlash. No, right anyone now. who who decided to go, you know, to to have that ticket, he's gonna he's gonna do it for free, and that's helpful. And you're right. He can't pay everyone's airfare, and he can't pay. Oh, he could. Everyone's hotel room. He could. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> He's that rich. Let's face it. Yes, he, he could is. do that if he really wanted to. But uh, again, he wanted to be in a, in a place with his family that he really felt like it was important, you know, for him. And, and I don't even just, know. think about this: Has Duke ever played UNC in the Final Four ever? Probably. No. No, never. No, that was the first time. Oh, Jesus. So what they play? Yeah. They must have played like for a championship or they, something. No, they have played before uh, in, in a variety of different uh, venues and situations. But in the final four, Duke has never, and of course, Duke is in North Carolina. Duke has never played UNC. And this was something, again, extremely special, something that you probably never see in your life. Uh, you know, your lifetime. And it was, a, it was a decision that I'm sure he didn't really feel like he was comfortable with but at the same time he had to make for himself his family and i just feel like we got to give him a little bit more credit and i know that i I, like i get your situation i get how you what you're saying i get your opinion and and i appreciate that but i just i there are there is another side to the to the story and there's another side to the coin i you know i'll give him um a little bit more on the side of the argument of you know he, you know he did what he wanted to do, and 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 that's and that's okay. Now again, I did not have a ticket for San Antonio, and hopefully he makes amends, and hopefully he can make amends for all the fans that not only went to San Antonio but who uh, are siding with those who are there. And I think he'll do that, and I think he'll do that in other ways because all right, John, he, you know he is a uh, talking in circles. No, we he, get it. I get it. I get it. He's an arrogant prick that you think he should be left off the hook, which is fine. No, no. He's a rich, no, no. arrogant prick that should be let off the hook because he fucked millions of fans because he has the money to no, do wait, so. No, wait, wait, wait. You're talking... Are you serious? <laughs> millions of fans? Yeah. How many fans do you think that he uh, screwed over when it comes to San Antonio? Oh, it doesn't matter. No. What do you mean? It doesn't, it doesn't matter it. because other people what? can have a bad taste in their mouth, too. They're like, oh, this could happen to us next. No. Yes. No, absolutely. No. It, it probably all. won't now because not he's getting a lot of slack. Not at all. Because again, these guys are human. They have issues. They have problems. They have uh, families. You know, they have uh, someone may have had a death in the family. They may feel like they're a Pats fan, and they what, what happens when the Pats fans? Uh, you know, it, you know, you're talking about an entertainer who has, you know, the, you, the right. AFC championship yes, game. John. Are you? St- what, you what happens what? if Brady didn't show up to a Super Bowl? There was a 
You know, he's having a kid or a death in the family. You would have been bullshit, especially if you had tickets to go to the game. What are you talking about? Well, it's the same thing. No, you're letting all your fans all. down. Well, I have a concert I got to go to. I got to get to this now, concert. Now you're being ridiculous. With who's he? Your who's he friends analogies. with? That's a bad analogy no, it's going not. on. There. No, Absolutely. No. You're taking it to the these guys. Don't, these guys don't no. miss nothing. No. Sports players don't miss nothing. You are criticizing him because you just don't like his music. No, I, to be honest yeah, with you, you no, be yeah, honest you with you, are. I don't think I've ever heard any of his music. Exactly. So I, I can't not like right. it. Right, so that's it. Maybe no. I did. Maybe I did no, hear it. Maybe you I do no, like that's, it. You just don't like what he did. I don't like what he did. You're yeah, right. exactly. It's got nothing to do with his and music. And you don't like, because you don't know him and you don't know his music, so therefore, Oh, so if I liked his music, it. it would have been fine? You're very biased right now. No, you're being biased. No, you, you like are. his music. No. I, I'm a neutral guy. No, I am being biased. And so are you. No, I'm a neutral party. Yeah, no, you're not neutral. Yeah, I don't know his music. I don't know him. And I'm just, I'm looking at the fans' perspective. Not at all. Yes, I am. And you, you, there's no millions of people being I, involved here. Why would here. I dislike him? I think the venue that he was supposed to be at was, what, you know, 27,000 people? You have no idea. 27,000? Don't, don't try and guess at a number. You got no clue. 28? You don't even know. 29? Could have been 50. Oh, speaking of big venue. 30. We're going to move on. Speaking of big venue, WrestleMania just happened. And uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin made a comeback. He wrestled his first match in 19 years against Kevin Owens. It was actually, I, I was like, oh boy, here we go. You know, it was actually pretty good though. It was an entertaining match. So I was, I was happy about that. Is this, is this the other section of entertainment that we're talking about right here? Sports entertainment. No, I think it's just entertainment. But anyway, no, it's called sports entertainment. No, it's if just, you, it's just entertainment. No, it's, it's called. It used to be a sport until they wanted to do a drug it's testing. Completely choreographed entertainment period. And I'm not saying I don't like it. It's I not, have liked it. Choreographed. Define choreographed. Everyone knows what's happening. Who's a part of it? So that's choreographed. There's, you know, when it comes to regular sports, you're trying to see who's going to win based on a true competition. This is, you know, you're talking about something that's not true competition, right? So when the the bookies they decide they they set the numbers, they know what's oh, happening. Jesus. That's choreographed, then, right? Can you bet on yes. wrestling? Yes, you can. DraftKings had it. Really? Yes, DraftKings had oh, it. So I didn't even know that. Yeah, there you that's go. That's interesting. And then. uh Vince McMahon decided to have a little match too. It was shitty. How is that possible? Dude, that look at look how old. How is that possible? Look how old he that is. That is crazy. But Stone Cold came out on night two and gave him the stupidest stunner I've ever seen. But Vince McMahon's cheeks are sunken in. He looks old as shit. I'm a little disappointed, but he's still. I mean, he's in his seventies. He's still a pretty big dude. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah. Stone Cold came out drinking it. You know, stunned him and gave him. You know, drank his beers. He has a new beer out now. Really? Broken skull lager or something. I don't know. I have to look at the the pictures. No, I didn't but see I'm it. All about I, didn't, that. I didn't see it at all. I'll try it out though. I'll try out his beer. No, I will too. If you want to bring that to the uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to get it. We have to take a look and, and find let's, it. Somewhere. Let's bring that to the podcast so we can try out his beer. <laughs> it, it can look pretty cool. But I gotta I gotta check that out. I think it's called Broken Broken Skull Lager or I don't know. I have to look that up. I'm not exactly sure, but oh there's a picture of Vincent Man drinking a beer with Stone Cold. Yeah, he looks good for yeah, 70. I mean, he's old, though. His his yeah. eyes are sunken. His cheeks are sunken in. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't look too good. I don't know. He yeah. looks good for no, 70. No, no, his face. His face was. Well, yeah, again, like <laughs> 70. I mean, no, I think, like, Sarah's watching him, and he's like, well, he must have had work done earlier, mm -hmm. and it's just not staying with him anymore. You know what I mean? Right. So a little Botox. A, uh, something. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. Or he just had, like, uh, cheeks done or whatever. All right, John, we're going to hit the road, bro. All right. I think we're good. good. We'll wait for Scott to come back. 
guys could talk about your trip a little bit. We could finish up our trip. All right, we might have to finish up our trip first. And then the next episode, we can talk about your guys' trip. Yeah, that's, in my, that's in my, perfect. In my yeah. car thingamajiggy. Because I, I did yeah. get a new car, and I have the anti-rant. You have the anti-rant to yep. the car purchase. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I can't wait to hear that. And uh, it's it's great to actually get an update with you guys. Great talking to you. Look forward to talking to you very soon. All right, guys. Hey, people often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. All right, guys, never stop getting it. Booyah. Peace. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Never Stop Getting It podcast. And join the community on Facebook, Never Stop Getting It, and Twitter at Never Stop Getting It. And of course, NeverStopGettingIt.com. 